welcome to Empty Calories. Empty Calories is an entertainment soup podcast that aims to provide bite-sized conversations that serve as an alternative to our more in-depth overthinkings found on Stirring the Pot. With episodes ranging from 10 to 20 minutes, we aim to fill you up with some empty calories. Hi, I'm your host, Derek, and today we have... Sam. And... It's me, Asia. Also, I realized with that description that maybe, uh, yeah, it's it's you, you can still take the things we say in empty calories seriously. It's just I'm about to say now. something serious. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> um. So, uh, because we don't have a lot of time, and we, I love this, um, kind of danger of a time uh limit, limit on mm-hmm. this. That uh, I'm gonna just jump right into it. Um, the MCU has a problem. Sorry, I was trying to start it like one of those like um, clickbaity things. Yeah. Um, honestly, uh, uh, Derek's Derek is a fan of comics. Derek thinks comics are really cool. Derek actually isn't really a biggest fan of the MCU anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, just because as I grow up, I there's just a lot of stuff I don't like about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the storytelling doesn't take itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of my main crux. I, I hate when things don't like. I'm all about joking. But when you don't take yourself too seriously, I feel like... It kind of undoes all the seriousness that they try to add. Yeah. Like they have a lot of stakes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I feel like it doesn't amount to much considering they don't... They under, kind of undercut their own seriousness with jokes. Yeah. Um. And they don't really plan for bigger, long-running character arcs in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Derek, but it's over 10 years old. Yeah, but... They planned for Thanos. Mm-hmm. And then everything afterwards kind of feels like, okay. An afterthought? Yeah. It feels very much like, oh, we got the big thing out of the way. We didn't plan for after this? Yeah. Kang the Conqueror is a big thing. He should feel like a big deal. He does not. And he's going up against Ant-Man. Which the thing is, I like Ant-Man, I guess. But... Me and Paul would have beef. What? I'm sorry. That's news. <laughs> that's news. So I would... it, it's not real beef, but it's like kind of like I. I feel like Paul Rudd's in too much stuff, and I feel like they, I feel like people use Paul Rudd to like. Sorry, we're not gonna. This is not the point. This is not the podcast to do that. that. That's a different one. I'm sorry, but I feel yeah. Ant Man isn't one of the main ones, so he doesn't get as much play. So mm-hmm. like, if your villain is delegated to Ant Man, it's like he's downsize oh! <laughs> i love you asia you're welcome continue um and so this has been a thought experiment that i've had in the mar for the marvel cinematic universe ever since around 2018 um 2017 2018 as i realized that oh we're ending this thanos thing but what's next within the comic books there was always like okay so we beat thanos but there's always other things on the horizon that you're hinting towards. Higher stakes. And then you never, they never did it for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's like, okay, we beat Thanos and everything's hunky-dory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can go they back didn't to, have anything lurking in the yeah. background. We can go back to the status quo, you know? Yeah. Oh. Which is nice, because, you know, it's an ending, but it doesn't leave much to do afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I personally think the Marvel Cinematic Universe should have ended with... Endgame? Ended with Endgame. Mm-hmm. And then I you, agree. you wait like a decade or two and then kind of revitalize it from there. Yeah. You make new movies there. But I feel like the thing is if Disney gave more creative control, I would, I would be on board, but since they didn't, it's like whatever you're going to get is still going to be in line. Mm -hmm. It's not like they let people go crazy. You're right. 
Because even like with um, I know with Eternals, it, they, they they give them a lot more creative things going on in the background. But sorry, sorry, we're... it feels like they let them do more stuff like creatively filming wise. Yeah, mm-hmm. in terms, of, I, I thought I I meant in terms of like. Sorry, I was gonna say tone, but I feel like even with that, they still go into their Marvelisms of like making everything a joke, and having a joke character. We never finished Eternals because everything was a joke. And I was just like, this is a beautiful movie, and it was very interesting to see where they were going with this. But um, one with Eternals, I feel like they had to excuse. It's like, hey, why didn't you fight Thanos? So it's like, well, we were dealing with other things, and it's like, <laughs> okay, well, the universe is about to like the, half the people died, half the population of the entire universe died. But whatever, we're not gonna get into that. Um, yeah, sure, maybe I'm sorry. Go for that. We're going to get into this wormhole. Yeah. So, they didn't plan for anything. And then I was just like, huh. The Marvel Cinematic Universe also has a problem where um, there's this weird thing that they do with power. Mm-hmm. Where they try to make characters like Iron Man stay on the same terms as characters like the Hulk or mm-hmm. Thor. Where in the comic books, yeah, the Iron Man has a Hulk Buster armor. It doesn't really last that long against the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like, they're afraid of diving deep into those things. And I was like, huh, I wanted to present a challenge for myself of introducing a character that is nothing but pure, like, power within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's also a Superman, not allegory, but, like, um, facsimile. It's a Superman yeah. facsimile. Um, the Sentry, Robert Reynolds, one of my favorite characters. Um, Robert Reynolds. Robert Reynolds, yeah. Okay, there we go. Um, well, Sorry. I'd heard the name, and I was like, no, that's Sentry. One of my favorite characters in the Marvel Cinematic, Marvel comic books that they don't do anything with. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything, I fear, it's because it's a Superman facsimile. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like everyone is kind of afraid to touch those. Yeah. When I feel like, when done right, they're, like, really yeah. interesting characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but this pitch is, if Derek had creative control, over some aspects of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and introduce the character of the Sentry. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been a challenge for me, mostly because um, I. the thing is, Sam has heard all of it from, from introduction Star- all the way to Black Panther. I've included, sorry, Black Panther, uh, sorry, yeah, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. I've included, I've done what the story would be the entire time with the Sentry there. Mm-hmm. Um and it changes something significantly, but I've also tried to keep it within the realm of, like... Fitting within the established canon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the first time we see the Sentry. So, honest, first off, you guys don't know a lot about the Sentry. Mm-hmm. The Sentry is a character that, um, his main thing is that he deals with um, many forms of mental illnesses, including a... Uh, Bipolar personality disorder and a kind of split personality. Mm-hmm. There is Robert, the sickly, uh, mentally ill man who like is trying to gain control over these. Who do, sorry, he doesn't even. He's not trying to gain control. He doesn't want to be a hero. He doesn't want to be the other thing that he is, which we'll get to in a second. He just wants to be Robert and like chill and. Um, take drugs, but I wouldn't do the drug version of Robert in the MCU because doesn't fit tonally. It doesn't fit tonally. Um, and so the original origins of the century is that he was a, um, sorry, one of the origins of the century. I don't know. I don't know which one is currently being used. He was a 
drug addict that got into a lab experiment that ended up getting um, put this super powerful source of the universe's power in his body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he became the Sentry. They had to deal with that. He doesn't really get a lot of character arcs. The thing is, no one knows about the Sentry because they don't do much for him. They only pull him out when it's time to do, well, it's the big guns. Yeah. Um, so I guess Sentry has to fight or we need a villain to fight because the third personality so the second personality is Sentry, which is, it's the Superman. It's the, hey, I'm, when Robert taps into this personality, I'm the big cheese. I'm the person who's going to, like, take on any villain thrown my way. Like a more literal alter ego. A more literal alter ego. Um, and then he also has the Void within him, which is um, complete evil, just wants to see the destruction of the world. And it's just pretty much the archetypical darkness that's often seen in a lot of fantasy things. Mm -hmm. That, when showcased within the Marvel comic books, is pretty boring. But I feel like that setup could work really well within the MCU. Mm -hmm. I'd introduce Sentry in Avengers Age of Ultron. Okay. Mostly because I feel like I want to establish the MCU um, as their power structure like there it's it's the avengers and then it's just the avengers they're like the it's like oh thor's the strongest hulk's the strongest the avengers is working well as a team but at the same time that where they find wanda maximoff and they find um pietro maximoff they find robert and then robert i'd have to be a kid the thing is um the maximoff twins were like late teens early 20s yeah. Um, I'd have him be a kid. I Because the thing is, I'm thinking towards the future. And I can always change actors if this kid actor isn't good. Yeah. But, yeah. like, let's start the century out as a, like, 13 or 14-year-old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you room to grow. Yeah, it gives him room to grow. And it gives him a character arc that we can watch out for. The Avengers take him in along with the uh, Mind Stone. Tony's tinkering with the Mind Stone. And also... Um, let's give Bruce Banner some stuff to do by experimenting with this, like, what's, what, what makes this boy so special? What's up with this kid? Um, at the same time, I still have Wanda and Pietro go with Ultron, but the entire time, the relationship between Wanda and Pietro and, um, Robert, Robert, Uh is that they kind of treated Robert like a kid. They were all experimented on by Hydra. So Uh like they treated him as like their kid brother. He's just a kid who knows nothing about the world, who's kind of been within, like, that's been kept confined in mm-hmm. for so long. And I actually think Tony Stark would be a good person to... Tony Stark and Captain America are two people that I think would be good looking after Sentry. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because all that Ultron stuff is still going to happen. Tony's going to make the mistake of making Ultron. Um, Ultron's going to attack them. And rather than um anyone else um reacting and destroying the bots i'd have sentry do it to showcase his power but also they're the bots they're not like they're not that strong they're they're pretty weak um they know that sentry has something but now the words because they the words of wisdom that pipe that cap and um tony Tony were like gonna give to the kid and that kind of gets cost to the wayside because now they're arguing and then the avengers Uh in general are kind of like Watching this kid trying to stop Ultron while also um, potentially trying to stop 
Pietro, Wanda, and Ultron. Then the Johan, I would have the Johannesburg thing happen where um, Hulk goes crazy and starts attacking Johannesburg and starts um, destroying this town in Africa. Mm-hmm. And I'd have Sentry stop him. Like, I'd have, like, Robert, like, see what's happening. Also, um, I'm, I made Robert black in this. He is a white blonde man in the, sh- in the, in the comic books. I made him a black teen. Um, I would have him go directly, I would have him go into the Sentry form. And instead of having the Hulkbuster, I'd have the Hulkbuster fail. Mm-hmm. And then I would have Sentry save the day. One, mirroring what happened at the end of the original World War Hulk storyline. Mm-hmm. Where um, they had to call in Sentry to put down the Hulk. Yeah. And so now we know, oh, we have a powerhouse on our team. Right. It would be at this time that I also reveal, just to add a little bit extra things, because the thing is, I don't want Sentry to take up too much of this story, because it's just his intro. Right. I would have it that Robert would gain back control, and then it would be revealed that, oh, anytime Sentry takes over, he never wants to give the reins back. Mm-hmm. because he knows that oh robert's not gonna try to save the world robert's not gonna try like robert's not built for this but i am i'm I, like i'm legitimately a hero so i will take away this boy's life and keep him stuffed in the closet to ensure that the world gets what it needs or yeah. something exactly and so um when their backs against the wall when they're just like oh man i don't know what we're gonna do we need to stop ultron um are we gonna have the kid like like do his thing oh and that's when i draw the long line in the sand and i'd have tony this is this is gonna sound like i hate tony stark but i feel like tony stark would make the decision that yeah but we need the century right um and then i'd have captain america captain america talk about hey son like we all have responsibilities you don't have to do it if you don't want to but like it would help. Like hmm. it, so it's like, it's not like he's saying, he, it's not like he's saying do it. He's saying that the choice is in your hands, but it has to be your choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'd have a third side, which I would, this would cause me to flesh out. It would, it would cause me to flesh out Black Widow's character where it's just like, hey, I know what it's like to be turned into a child soldier. No, I'm, t- I'm making the answer for you. You're not oh. fighting them. You're going to stay on the farm with uh, Hawkeye and his kids. And you're going to, like... Chill. Yeah, you're going to have a normal life. And I'm also going to start building into... um, That's a very stupid plot line of Black Black Widow wanting to be a mother. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, since you're going with the canon, it's like, well, let me support what they already have. Yeah. It probably came out of nowhere. Question. Where's... um, I'm not well-versed in Marvel. Where's Bruce in this? So, the thing is, Bruce, the problem with Bruce is that I, I kept trying to fit Bruce into also being, like, a father figure, mm-hmm. but the way that they made Bruce is that he's so yeah. regrettable. Well, he's so, sorry, he's so regretful on what he did in bringing Ultron, and then mm-hmm. him losing control in Johannesburg made him pretty much just... Yeah, just kind of shrink away from the plot. Yeah. Huh. And then that's why at the end, they just pushed... The thing is, it's... I would see that he would have a similar, he would understand the century struggle. But the thing is, he, the thing is, I feel like they make this Bruce Banner to be kind of selfish, where it's just like, yeah, yeah, I get where you're coming from, but you don't turn into a monster. 
Where, yeah, where he's like, yeah, he's still struggling. He's struggling so much with his own stuff that he wouldn't have, even though this would be a very interesting character moment to have him chime in. It's also a dis- character decision that mirrors what they're doing with it, that he doesn't have a place to speak because he has not yet come to terms with it. So he doesn't really have anything to help. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, for most of the movie, there's a bunch of little details that I change. Um, if you want to know more about that, um, ask questions and I'll do my, I'll, we'll answer them. But by the end of it, I want the movie to end with, Oh no, we're, there's that scene where they're losing to Ultron, where Quicksilver's dead, um, they're being surrounded, uh, where I would have Robert make the choice to turn into the Sentry. Mm-hmm. And like he gives in, he helps them beat Ultron, um, Vision's there, and there's this whole big cool Avengers moment. But at the end of the movie, I'd have it be where it's like, yeah, you know, there's a new Avengers team. It's uh, War Machine, Captain America, Wanda, Vision, Sentry. But it's not Robert. It's the Sentry. Mm-hmm. But the Sentry's just like, no, no, we like we we have it under control. He wants me to do this. I'd end with an end credit scene of the Sentry looking into like I would do a cool thing with a shot with a mirror, and mm-hmm. then to indicate that no, Robert is like stuck. Yeah, in his own mind. Yeah, and then two, and then for two years I. That which goes into uh, Civil War, I'd have the Sentry forcibly take his body. Mm. And that's where I would kind of take it at the start. Um, this is the this has been a thing that's been really like going in my head. If you guys would like this to be longer and to focus on all the movies there that he's a part of and do multi parts, um, I would turn. I would essentially just turn that into a a mini. Overthinking into a mini overthinking, but yeah, that's pretty much it. You guys have any questions for me? No, I, I feel like in terms of keeping within the time, no. But I do like what you have so far. The thing is, I know the entire thing. I was just like, I was, it was just a recap for me. Yeah, that's awesome. I wasn't really, I wasn't really interjecting and be like, hey, did you forget this and this and this? You basically got everything. So I really enjoyed it. Sweet, Ant Man sucks. Um, uh, see me at Quantum Mania. See what I'm going to have with the century for that. Bye. Bye. Bye.